Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the outer rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Marktali. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will. Uh, how are you today, sir? I understand you have a little bit of a rant you want to go on at the beginning of the show. So, Yes, John. I am... I am I'm a bit fuming today and and okay. I'll I'll explain to you why and it'll it'll become very clear. All right. Um folks, uh anybody who knows me, anybody who knows everything, you know, whether you know me personally or you know me through my channels knows that uh, I'm an extremely positive person. I always try to find the good, find the positive and everything. But um there is one thing right now and 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 I'm, and you know, and, and I'm I'm talking Star Wars. I mean, obviously, in yeah. the in the world, we have uh, a lot of um, tragic things that we've been dealing with over the past week and two, and 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 all of this is is very. You know, I guess maybe some of those things have kind of you know seeped into my psyche and and made me feel like um, you know there are so many more important things for people to be upset about, um, mm-hmm. and 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 that's where my rant kind of comes from, and that is. Um, all of this, the the, uh, the quote unquote fan hatred for um, the actress uh, Moses Ingram, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, recently a, a, a someone had placed a post that showed a picture of Moses Ingram. It also showed a picture of the two young actors playing young Luke and young Leia. Along with um, below that, a picture of Ahmed Best. Who played Jar Jar Binks, Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran, who played uh, Rose Tico, and little Jake, uh, a picture of Jake Lloyd as a child, uh, who played young Anakin. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the, the 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 basic statement was: these Star Wars fans know that not all performers performances are appreciated in their time, but everyone deserves to be treated with respect. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a fan site that was basically saying that, you know, come on, guys. And it just got me really not, I mean, the, the, the post was nice. I, I, I like the post, but, but it got me thinking that the fact that it even has to be said is yeah. um, as, as a star Wars, as a 45 year old star Wars fan, 45 years, I have loved and, and nurtured this, this um, fandom, this franchise. I've supported it. I haven't always agreed with every single decision made in storytelling or in effects or in casting or in everything but i've always felt that it's entertainment folks it's just meant to be something that we are meant to have escapist fantasy with and i'm and i gotta tell you to the fans that you the so-called fans that choose to belittle or be or, or berate or smack down on any of these actors Especially, you know, you know, even if it's just for their performance and 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 calling them racist names and and God knows what else, shame on you. And I'm sorry, but this is not your Star Wars. I know we end our we end our moniker every day, every week, but it's not your Star Wars. Yeah. And you should leave, and you should go to another franchise. You should go. You should go seek therapy. Is what you should seek. And I and I don't mean that in, in an insulting way. I am a very big supporter of therapy. I'm a very big supporter of seeking guidance and help from whichever places you can seek that you can afford to do so but it's 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 ridiculous all right to to call out um an actress um yeah if you don't like the character fine you don't like the way the delivery is fine you don't like star wars right now you don't like the disney uh, acquisition of it fine move on 
make the statement, say it, and move on. But constantly coming back and complaining, and then and I, look, you want to be critical of it? Fine, you can have that discussion. That's not the thing. I'm talking about getting on somebody's case for being being for their race or that you know for you know it, it's just it's ridiculous. And I know that in some cases, some people turn it around and say, "Well, what if I want to just be critical of them as an actor?" You want to be critical of an actor? You be critical of their acting, not of yeah. the person. That's a different thing entirely. And people don't know how to do that. You know, my daughter went to an art school and one of the classes that she took, um, two classes, was called Critical Inquiry. And she had to learn how to give and accept criticism. She took two semesters on how to do that. And she said it was the greatest class she took because as an artist, you know, you, you, particularly visual art, a lot of times visual artists come in and they don't, they're very self-conscious. They're very introverted. They do not have that outward performance kind of thing that dancers and actors and singers often do right so or other musicians so in for them it's always more introverted so they don't know how to do that and boy did that work these artists all of her classmates they learned to support each other even when there wasn't something that was good even if there was something that they totally missed the mark on they were able to sh to, to explain it to each other in a way that was much more positive much more encouraging and it really helped to fire them up to go back and try again and do better and not feel like they them they failed as a person you know and that's all so i'm just saying now folks get off it go right. go go off this channel go off youtube go off twitter go and seek help okay because if you don't like a movie or you don't like a scene or you don't like an episode or you don't like a tv series fine and you want to talk about why you don't like it fine attack the issues attack the things that you don't like do not attack the people don't and not, and not just that don't attack stop attacking john favreau kathleen kennedy stop attacking uh, ryan johnson and uh, these are people they're human beings all right and i'm sorry you know there's been a lot of call back call out for them you know, sometimes like trying to defend themselves on Twitter and defending themselves on Facebook. And yeah, maybe there is some social media um, etiquette that we as a society haven't learned how to fully navigate and use yet. And I'm hoping that over the course of the next few decades, that'll improve. But until that time, man, we need to be a little more tolerant. We just right. do. I'm sorry. So uh, I, to Moses and to the two young actress, actors, to Ahmed, to Kelly, to and especially to Jake, who's who suffered greatly. Mm. We had I had the good fortune of meeting Jake at a celebration, and he was he could not have been nicer. I mean, he was just such a supportive guy, and and that was back when not all the people who loved the prequels, you know, but he still was there, and he still, you know, did his best to be friendly and and kind to all the all the guests, and um, he was awesome. And I and and I know that he, you know, I don't know how he's doing right now, but I know he's been struggling on and off. And I hope he's doing better. So anyway, yeah. so kudos to all of those people. And you guys are all okay in my book. And frankly, you've all did a great job in the in all of the different things that you were part of with Star Wars. So end the rant. Thank you. Thanks for giving me that moment. <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem. All right. Well, let's get right into episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi and let me just start off by saying, can I just say that opening scene of Vader basically being put together, just the helmet coming down, the R all. Oh, I know. Everything we were everything we've been wanting to see. 
there are so many beats in this episode that were things that I think you know, it's funny, like we imagined it, we had imagined what this might be like. It's so, you know, and it's kind of interesting, right? Because for years, we've seen bits of it. Like we've seen, you know, we see, we've seen this scene in the helmet helmet coming down to his meditation chamber. And we've seen bits and pieces. Like we've seen a little bit of, 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 of Vader in, uh, in Rogue One, you know, we, but we, it's always in the, it was, that was kind of in the distance. Like you're seeing it oh. him in the back of the tank, but this is like close up Hayden Christensen putting the mask on. Right. And just- no, it was, it was, uh, it was epic. It was very, I, I didn't think that we could be more terrified of Darth Vader after the Rogue was, One final scene. We will get to that. Right. But yeah, we'll get to wow. that. Cause yeah. But even, I mean, I mean, even the beginning. Even oh, that, yeah. even that, just watching this more machine now than man, you know, mm-hmm. creature get put together, it just was unbelievable. And um, and, and you know, once he, again, hearing hearing James Earl Jones' voice. Oh, I mean, now I've been told that a lot of it's uh, most. I don't think he was brought in. I think it was a lot of the the same kind of artificial intelligent technology mm-hmm. that they use to uh, mimic Luke's voice. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm fine with it because, yeah. um, you know, I feel like, especially with Vader. Now, I don't know why I'm more, I mean, I'm more fine with it with Vader. I, I mean, I didn't mind it with Luke with, with um, when doing it with Mark Hamill, but I feel like because Vader's voice was so processed as it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was metallicized and, you know, echoed and it was processed from day one. So to have it, it feels like this is something that makes sense. It was almost like that's kind of how yeah. Vader, Vader's voice would work. It would be an AI kind of thing, you know, because yeah. his vocal cords probably burned up in the volcano anyway. Mm, yeah. I um, think that um, <clears throat> now, you know, going through the show, going through the show. All right. Right. So obviously, you know, you have Obi Wan, you know, kind of meditating. You know, this is a deeply tortured man. This is yeah. a deeply... He's yeah. deeply beaten. And it's before he even gets to the end where he truly and, does get beaten. And let me let me just... Uh, one of the criticisms that people... I've heard people say, and let me just give my answer to that criticism right here is, oh, Obi-Wan is just acting just like Luke did. Why, you know, this isn't the Obi-Wan that we saw at the, you know, in the, in the, in the, during the Clone Wars. Or even the Obi Wan we see is like, of course, it's not the same Obi Wan. Look what he's gone through. Look what he has gone through. And I, as far as like people said, you know, yeah, you know, even going forward, looking ahead to how how he was in the, during his during the the duel, which we'll get to that again. Yes, he hasn't picked up a lightsaber in ten years. He's got I to be rusty. I don't understand. I mean, I guess again, this is a, this comes, but we've talked about this. This comes yeah. down to fan expectation versus, mm-hmm. you know, like I think there are fans who want to theorize, and this is why I've always had a little bit of. I have never been one to theorize. People are like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't want to make the movie up in my head. I want to see what the movie is and then react to it. I want. That's what I want to do. I'm not now. There are people that do love to create their own Star Wars story in terms of writing, you know, fan fiction or whatever. I mean, and I guess their brains work differently than mine. Uh, Not one is right. Not one is wrong. It's just different. 
But for me, uh, me personally, I I feel like uh, the guy's by himself, living a life of solitude and hiding the fact that he was a Jedi. So he's living in fear. He's down there trying. You know, he had his mission to to care for Luke, but he's been honestly pushed away, probably a lot. We've only seen one version, one at one instance with Owen, but he's yeah. probably pushed Owen. Owen has probably pushed him away quite a bit. And I would imagine that's happened a few times. You know, you know, we've talked about this, Owen. You know what I mean? And he's still got that mission on the back of his head, but I don't know if he really believes it anymore. I don't think yeah. he's in it. He's been there all this time, and he's been going through this same procedure, cutting up the meat, saving a piece for this for his pet, you know, taking the train back. It's like this mundane, you know, provincial life that, you know, do that for 10 years and tell me you're not changed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, that's well, like and see, and see everything that you knew, your life since the time you were a little kid, taken away from you. Right. You're, since you were like, a baby. Yeah. Since you were basically yeah. Since you were a toddler in right. all instances. So um, yeah. But I think that it's it's definitely it makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense that he would. I mean, look again. And this is this all falls back. I mean, everything I'm hearing is the same stupid i'm sorry i believe it's stupid um you know so if you, if you disagree fine but my opinion is that to think that a character whether it be luke from last jedi or obi-wan from obi-wan has maintained the exact same persona and mm -hmm. belief system and everything has been unchanged for 10 years up to 40 years that is un, uh, you know unrealistic yeah. i have changed as a human being in one year every year i change okay and, and my thoughts and feelings alter yeah. now they may not be like night and day but then again quite a few things changed in me with covid you know with the lockdown and a few you know years of this and i think it's happened with everybody so why would we not expect it from a character you know yeah. so yeah. anyway um, um so no i don't buy yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy that complaint. I also don't buy the whole thing that you know, Leah, Leia would not would have would have been more familiar with Kenobi. You know, like they're writing dialogue, they're like retconning stuff. I don't think they're retconning. Well, and, and there, there was nothing that in uh, when I watched the original movie, there's nothing that indicates that she wasn't familiar. But you also have to remember there was very little contact in the original movie between Obi Wan and Leia. You had, exactly. the, you had the hologram where she said, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And then, of course, the full one where he says, during the Clone Wars, you helped my father. Right. And, and and the fact that, you know, I and mean, I think some people are saying, oh, well, she didn't say anything about, oh, we went on, Ben Kenobi went on that adventure together, remember, 10 years ago or eight years ago? Why would, I she? Mean, why would she say that? Why would she yeah. want... That... But this also, this also, what I'm saying is, this also shows why she would have named her son Ben. You're oh, seeing yeah. that connection now. That okay, there was a connection there. So now yeah. it makes sense why oh, dude. she would in the future name her son Ben. Thank you. I didn't even think of that. That's brilliant. I mean, I didn't, and, yeah. and no one's. I don't think anybody's ever. I don't heard anybody talking about that. Yeah, he. They named their son. Ben. ben. They didn't name their son Luke or Han or, or even Anakin Obi. or, or even Obi. Obi. <laughs> Obi. Obi. <laughs> they named him ben. ben. Now, 
you and I both know that 2015 or 2013, really, when they were shooting, uh, 2013, 2014, when they were shooting Force Awakens, they had no idea that this Obi-Wan story was going to unfold. So that was definitely something that maybe Dave and John thought of yeah. to, to kind of, you know, make sense, mm-hmm. make sen- or Deborah Chow even, to make sense of it. But my thing is that, um, again, it's just, it, it's like anything else. If you want to find something wrong with it, you're going to find something wrong with it. Yeah. But if you're just going to let the story unfold, first of all, we're only halfway done with the story. So we got to let this thing play out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing where it goes, but continuing the story. Yeah. Um, they, they land on this mining planet. I, I got to love, you got to love Leia, you know, every now and then, first of all, a lot of people are like, Oh, there's no way she's 10. She's more of a six year old. She just turned 10 on June yeah. 4th. Give her she's a break. Just, she's a small for 10. Yeah. She's a little small. You know, my daughter's, my daughter's small for, she was been yeah. small since she was like, and we, you know, I admit we born. both, me and my wife both thought that when we, when we saw her running through the forest, my wife even made the comments like that doesn't look like I would like most, like that looks more, she thought that looked more like someone younger, how someone younger would run when she was running through the forest. Like, I think that because of her, uh, I would say from a character perspective, because she is, um, because she is sheltered. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she just has this life as a princess, but she kind of escapes. I don't think she's had it, you know, she does have a little bit more youthful, you know, way about her. But at the same time, she is getting physically older. So she was able to do some, you know, dodge some of those, some of those kidnappers a little bit and, you know, yeah. do, you know, so I make sense to me. And her whole like dialect was perfect, yeah. perfect yeah. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. Um and I continued on this one. But, you know, I love that she kind of folds between being a kid. Are we there yet? You know, to, and then and then to and it, you know, like taking charge, you know, taking charge. Yeah. And Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan just being like, wait, what just happened? What? Yeah. We- he's just, huh? What? In fact, he screwed it up even, you know, like when he called her Leia instead of Luna. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, let's. So, know, we, so they get to the planet and they. He, he, you know, he is just a very, you know, he is a broken man and he, he got what tiny, tiny little char- character and integrity he has left. He used it up just to get Leia, save her and get her off planet, that planet. So yeah. I think he's done. And he had to trust the fake Jedi and he knew that that was very who knows? You know, like yeah. he just, you know, yeah, I like he must... I like I like the the difference between Obi Wan's thought of it, like we you know this, this I can't trust this guy. He's probably up to no good. He's a criminal. Leia going like, why would he lie to us? Like yeah, L, like Leia's whole whole attitude is like, well, why would he lie? What right. would be the point of him lying? But at the same time, you know, then Leia is walking up to this big the machine that drives up to, you know, just flag down the first person they see. And it's, uh, of course, Zach, the voice of Zach Braff from Scrubs, which is great. And, you know, but then as soon as they get on the, oh, hop on on in. As soon as they get along the back, they not only does does Obi-Wan notice the Imperial Imperial Cobb, but uh, caught on, I guess, when you rock stars or somebody pointed out that this was not just an Imperial Cobb. It was painted. This guy didn't just buy a flag. He painted it, yeah. so you knew right then and there he was like a you know make America great again kind of supporter of the empire, make the galaxy great again, and and that's what he was. And then he goes, 
you know, ah, nothing wrong with a little order, you know. So we're like, all right, so you know, you you get a you get a glimpse of the you know man yeah. on the street kind of thing that and, you know, and you get something that you saw a little bit in season two of the Mandalorian of almost in a way humanizing the stormtroopers because you have that first group that comes in and they're talking about like, yeah, we're here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, like soldier, like they're like, yeah, this sucks, but here we are. We're just doing our job. Right. You know, and, and yeah, so you have that and but then, you know, you got Kenobi saying this whole lip, this whole place used to be a lot, you know, rich with, um, you know, fertile soil and families and it's all barren because the empire stripped it. So, and then, you know, that and then you hear, but I thought the empire was trying to fix that. And then he's like, well, you're some people like your father are, and you forget that at this point, Bale is part of the empire. Yeah. You know, the, this is the he's, empire. He's the rebellion doesn't really exist per se yet. He's, you know, just trying to, in fact, well, I know that they talked about that. And if you watch deleted scenes, in um, Re- Revenge of the Sith, they kind of had a bunch of deleted scenes. It was a whole B story or C story of the um, the formation of the rebellion. But they 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 decided George decided to pull that out and not use it at all. Mm-hmm. Now that's by the way where uh, Mon Mothma, the actress Genevieve O'Reilly, I think, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Or, is it, or am I thinking of someone else? No. Or am I thinking of the old Mon Mothma? Whatever the the, the new actress that plays Mon Mothma. That's where she got her start, and everything got moved to the cutting room floor, and that was it. Except for I think maybe one scene, maybe one passing passing by scene, and then now now she she ends up in Rogue One, and now she ends up in Andor. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. But right now, in terms of the storyline, they took all that out. So the formation of the rebellion is kind of, you know, it's nothing more than whispers and quiet conversations. It hasn't formed an official thing yet. Yeah. And um, so Bale's still part of the Empire, trying to fix problems from within and it doesn't seem to be working so obviously mm-hmm. but uh so they're on their thing they get the stormtroopers you know there's a little tense like there's so many things i've noticed with all of the new disney plus series is plural that it feels like scenes out of a quentin tarantino movie you know where everything is there's just this tension and you're waiting to see is there you know our blaster is going to come out you know, come guns a blazing, or are we going to get through this? Now, if it was a Quentin Tarantino movie, you, that would generally be Blasters, guns, yeah. guns a blazing, blood everywhere, and you know, only one or two people would survive. But yeah. here, here it, it tends to go the other way. Yeah, more, but. but I mean, there was there was still a, a few, um, and Leia again, Leia just taking charge. And yeah, like just starting, it. like you, like I mean, how does she? Whoa, I mean, it's like no wonder she's like so brilliant as a leader. In, in at such a young age, but by the time she's ten, she's like improvising, you know, and and coming up with a whole backstory for herself. It's awesome, and and it was Obi Wan that screwed it up, you know. Yeah. So, but thankfully he, you know, good save. Now there's yeah. some people saying like that he that, that they're they're manifesting because of some of the stuff he said, some uh, crush he had on Padme. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I, I don't say, catch, I, I don't understand that at all. I didn't get that either because he said, because Leia made the, made the law. Are you my father? Are you my real father? And she I, said, he said, basically, I wish I could say so, but. Right. But I think that that's more of the sense that he knows. Well, first of all, I think he's, he's starting to connect with her 
and and he wishes that he could give her that kind of information. But I think more it's about I know who your really fa- your real father is, and I wish I'd have that responsibility more than telling you that it. I wish I could tell you it's me and not have the information in my head of who it really yeah. is, and 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 leave it at that. And and it's funny because, um, you know, we never really see from a um, at least not on film or cartoon or animation, we never really see Leia's real reaction. Even in Return of the Jedi, when Luke, Luke doesn't tell her that Vader is her father. Like Luke tells her in a, in a sideways way, you know, like he said, he says, my father, my Vader, he's my father. And she's like, your father. And he's like, there's more. It won't be easy for you to hear it. But then he doesn't really say, yeah, he's your father too. He just says, my sister has it. And, and I think she's just processing that she and Luke are brother and sister. But never really the fact that, oh, great, this monster that, like, I saw watched – I watched him and he was holding me back as I got to watch Alderaan, you know, him destroy Alderaan. Yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> like, there was none of that. It was just kind of like – it was all about Luke, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's kind of – looking back on it, it is kind of funny. But, um, but no, uh, so – you know, Obi-Wan, no, I don't think he had a thing for Padme. I, I think he he misses Padme. I think that he had a connection with her. I mean, they, like they had been through a lot together um, between the um, Naboo, the, the, the adventures on Naboo, followed by him protecting her and finding out who tried to kill her and, and then almost dying in the arena in Geonosis with her and then being... You know, Pado, you know, having Anakin as the Padawan, and I think he, and then kind of knowing that he and Padme have a thing going, and and while he wants him to commit to the Jedi way, he also cares about Anakin. So by extension, he cares about Padme. So yeah, I don't think there's any romantic involvement. I know that oh, no. the but the book, although I will say that the book, you know, the the novelization of Revenge of the Sith, there was. That was an undertone, not on Obi Wan's side. That was Anakin. He was jealous of Obi Wan, and it was a little bit of it in the, um, you know, when he would say because of Obi Wan, you know, like there was a little bit of that, yeah, sense of it. But he never really went anywhere. But in the yeah. book, it did not from Obi Wan's side, but from Anakin's side. So, um, you know, but I, I thought that there was definitely better, more not better, more connection with. Ben and Leia yeah. in this episode. I thought that was good. And yeah. then and you had you had time for them to sit down. Because I think in episode two, everything just was moving so running. fast. There wasn't that time for them to sit down and have that dialogue back and forth. And this this time you had that. Yes. You had that time for them to sit down and really connect and really, you know. Well, I I also feel that in um well well. I also enjoyed the the. I thought it was very interesting that that Obi Wan really was using a blaster a lot. You know, yeah. to take out all those other stormtroopers. Ooh, that poor stormtrooper that went through. I kind of felt oh. bad. Oh, now because- there is one thing I've heard people say, and it's one of those kind of funny things mm-hmm. where you know you they, they come to the gate and all the stormtroopers are dead, but. And they still they try to go they try to you know go through and they end up blasting the, the lasers even though there was wide open space all the way around. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that. Okay, okay. somewhat. 
um, and then tell you watch the scene again. And this, to, for, first of all, those those laser light blockades were meant to block trucks or right. vehicles. They weren't meant to block people. Okay, right. so that's the first thing. The second thing is that even to try to do that, it was kind of like you know it would have been awkward to try to go around. But then again, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, Obi Wan was just trying yeah. to turn the gate off. So whatever, you know. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I just, it just. Didn't. I think it was more people. I think it was more just like not like like a little funny thing, like oh hey, why yeah. don't we <laughs> go around? Right, right. But, I get but, that. But no, it, that, that it, wasn't a. That's not something I take offense with. I'm not going to have a rant on that. It's no. fine. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you that that was certainly an option, but you know I just feel like they're standing right there in front of the it, the, the it controls. Was, it, it made it made for for. Uh oh, I think you froze. <clears throat> oh no, John is frozen. Okay, so I'll wait to see what happens. My signal is strong, so. I'm going to just uh, keep talking here while he's frozen because it seems like we're still live. So I'm assuming I can be heard. All right. So, yeah, the, the gate was definitely kind of wonky. Um, but, uh, you know, they got through it. Of course, then a whole another crew of troopers show up. And then we get that kind of surprise. We get that um, moment where... Um, the uh, I forget her name, but the imperial, the female imperial officer, uh, shows up and takes everybody out. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is somebody. And apparently, oh, it looks like he went out, so maybe he'll come back in. Uh, apparently, uh, I think that this guy, uh, there is. We we now learn that there are uh, a sect of people that are helping, kind of formulating an underground railroad to uh, kind of safely spirit away. Um, Jedi and force sensitive beings uh, so that uh, they can kind of leave, lead new lives. So I think that's pretty cool. So that's, that's neat. I uh, apologize that our, my co-host has left the building. I'm hoping to see if uh, he's trying to get back in. Uh, so we will continue, I'll continue going through it. So anyway, the, uh, yeah, my, uh, I, I I thought that the the whole underground railroad aspect was cool. Um, of course, we also have scenes with um, Moses Ingram. We have scenes with the third sister, you know, talking with Vader, and you know, oh, you there? You back? I'm there. I'm sorry. I uh, the internet dropped for a second on my okay. end. Yeah, so... I, I, it kept going, so I just talked a little bit more. What you right. missed? I just basically kind of went through about how we introduced that new character, the female. Posing as a uh, an imperial, imperial officer. Yeah, I was kind of interesting uh, interested to see when we saw her in the in the trailer. Like, yeah, who what is was she her... going to be? What is she? And to find out, like, oh, she's basically a rebel spy for Auntin's force, at least someone helping the Jedi. <laughs> I'm the spy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought that she, um, you know, added a nice little thing to it. Uh, was that uh, Tala? Right? Is that her name? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was also mentioning that, you know, we forgot about there was a little bit of um, back and forth with um, Reva, Reva talking to Vader. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about that at the beginning. And then, you know, Reva talking you know, the, the fifth brother and to um, the fourth sister. And, you know, there's definitely a lot of, um, you know, conflict there. But yeah. they do kind and of. And you're kind of seeing why 
and I think it was uh, New Rockstars or something kind of hinted at this too, where you're saying why the Sith do the rule of two. Oh, because well, you mean... have this kind of everyone wants to up into each other and take, you know, yeah, where, yeah. And 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 that's why they have this. But you know, again, this is a means to an end from the Emperor and Vader's position. Vader, yeah, they are they are putting these people out there to try to track down all the Jedi um, that are left over or for sensitive beings for their own nefarious reasons. So, yeah, um, yeah I I, uh, I felt like that was um, you know that you can see the the conflict now. I am very curious um, what the deal is with the Grand Inquisitor. Um, you know, Vader even said the Grand Inquisitor means nothing, you know, so I'm like, all right, well, we're going to see what that really means. Um, is it going to be a retcon or not? Again, I'm willing to wait it out and see. Yeah. I, I can't, I'm willing to bet that something will explain it. There yeah. will be some ex- explanation knowing, you know, Dave Filoni and John Favreau, they don't like to leave that kind of thing untouched, but you never know. Stranger things have happened, so we'll That's see. That's true. But uh, um, you know, they, they they in in that planet, that water planet, where the imperial base, where the where the Inquisitor base is, yeah. they have established where they've been able to find, thanks to the probe droid, where Kenobi is, and they start to, you know, they start to press down, they start to squeeze, to um, and and Vader is on his way there, so we know. Something's going to go down. And with three only three episodes in, I don't know about you, but I did not have high hopes for Obi-Wan. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to die, but I had, I had, I kind of had a feeling that this part, at this stage of the story and the way Obi-Wan was acting and the way he was, you know, he wasn't able to communicate with Qui-Gon. He even mm-hmm. struggled using the force. I just felt like, you know, and we had not seen him light his lightsaber once. No, not, yeah. You know, so he, he, he was out of practice. So yeah, I, I am not surprised at all yeah. that um, and I think I think you're seeing I one thing I noticed that I think you'll kind of start to see maybe as the series goes on was when he realized that when he's looking in the tunnel when he's they're getting ready to go through the tunnel, um, and they see he's looking at all the different, you know, Jedi and he he sees Quinlan boss. Mm-hmm. And he's realizing that other Jedi have come through and there's still Jedi out there. Yeah. That are helping. To, yeah. I think that will start to kind of get him to think like, okay, I'm not, cause I think that's part of his problem is he thinks he's alone. Yeah. But there's it was, no, but it was too soon that knowledge. It was just, he wasn't, he wasn't able to process that in time. I mean, he processed it a little cause he, he yeah. did brighten up when he saw that. Yeah. Like, all oh, survived, you know? Yeah. Quinn, Quinn. Yeah. So, uh, but then, was it was it i i gotta give it to new rock stars again for you know when vader starts walking down worst grand marshal for a parade ever <laughs> he's walking down he's like now, choking me, guys here dragging let me just say, let me just say this about about vader i think that we have because we know vader's story we, we know how it ends so for a lot of us vader has become a very sympathetic character someone that we can kind of almost pity and i think this along with what we saw in rogue one has gone a long way to vader's not supposed to be a character we're supposed to like Mm -mm. vader is supposed to be a character that we are supposed to be terrified of that we are 
there is supposed to be no redeem. At least this Vader, there should be no redeeming qualities for Darth Vader. And right. I think we saw this in spades of, yeah. you know, of, I mean, him pulling that guy with the force. Yeah. Or snapping then, the snapping the neck of the kid. Oh, I mean, I mean, let's 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 process this for a minute. We saw Anakin walk into the temple with all the younglings. Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? There are too many of them. And yeah. you see his lightsaber light, and the kid kind of takes a step back, and that's all you see. So it was implied, and we knew what he did, but we didn't see it except for seeing a few bodies laying dead later. Okay, this one was graphic. He, he didn't even blink. He didn't even, you know, that was, whoa. That was yeah. like, we are not, this is not your grandfather's Vader. You know, no. this was like. And he, he didn't even take his, he took, he, he looked over at the kid for a second when he threw him against the wall. But then he turned his attention back to the guy he was choking without even looking at the kid, just snapped the neck. And, and, and like, I watched it on the second viewing. I, I you know, I, my heart went out. There was. There was his, the wife and mother was left over, was left. I mean, yeah. she was out there, whole, you know, she was inside, you know, they dragged the dad out and held him in the air and choking him. Then he snaps, the, the kid runs out, pushes the kid against the wall, snaps his neck. And then I think the guy, and then the, the mom was just there cradling the boy who we knew was dead. And I think the guy, the father was dead too. It was like, that was a really bad day, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, um, just, just, just yeah. getting it, getting us all geared up for and you, and you knew a terrifying time. Yeah, and you knew what he was doing it for. He's doing it to draw out Kenobi, to right? Obi Wan, and and still Kenobi was hesitant, you know. But and it, I like there was that one scene where he's looking through the window and he sees him walking, and there's that one moment where you know Obi Wan is looking and he kind of winces. He does this, and then immediately Vader stops, and that's when he starts you know, force choking people and yeah. dragging people. And then uh, I guess Kenobi tries, you know, comes out, but then he kind of runs away, I guess maybe trying to lead him away. Away from, yeah. And and, and all, by the way, you know, he gets, he gets um, Leia to go down the, down the escape route with, um, with the, uh, I forget her name. <laughs> I just, I, I had it and I lost it. Uh uh, 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 Tala, thank you. Tala. And then Leia convinces Tala to go back and help Obi Wan, which I thought was an interesting thing. And then Leia ends up getting, well, I don't know if she got kidnapped because of the again on the second viewing, the very last thing we see is that Leia sees the dead pilot that was mm. supposed to take her, and he looks at looks at her, looks at um, third sister, looks at Reva. Then looks down at the dead people, and then he then she runs, and then she chases after you know Reva chases after her, but she just got a step out, and then they went black. So um, you know, I guess we'll find out tomorrow uh, now, if he if she succeeded. Let's talk about the the duel. Okay. Between Anakin and Vader, because was it was it a duel? It seemed it seemed a little bit more like a slaughter, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is one thing. Now, on my first on my first viewing of it, and you know, watching it for the first time, my first thought was like, okay, how are they going to retcon this into when we see them in the New Hope? 
there's one thing, there's a line in A New Hope that makes this duel or fight or whatever still can, even if we have no other contact of as far as a lightsaber duel, when we, and it has to do with A New Hope. In the original Star Wars, when Vader sees, encounters Obi-Wan on the Death Star, the line he says is this. He says, we meet again at last. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. That's the key line there. When I left you. Okay. He left him in episode three. That's when he left Obi-Wan. And at that point, he was still the learner. So you can still have this duel with Obi-Wan and, and, and Vader, where Vader is just wiping the floor with him, and it doesn't change anything to when you see them again in New, New Hope. Because uh, I appreciate the uh, the the thought that you got went through, but I will tell you flat out, I didn't even care. I was just happy to see them. Yeah, you know, see them uh, to see. I was more engrossed or, or invested in seeing Obi Wan see Vader for the first time oh, to really see it. And that like, line, when he what says, happened what to you? What, what have you become? What, what have you become? I am what I like made me. They did, they did the same thing they did with in Rebels when Ahsoka met, you know, encountered Vader, where you have the mix of, in that case, it was Matt Lanter's voice with. Um, did they, what, was there Hayden Christensen in there? There too? was, I think there was, there, I believe, I believe there was a little bit of Hayden in that, in, in, in the, one of the dialogue. At least at one point you hear Hayden's voice oh, okay. overlapped with. Now I am under, I was under the understanding that somebody put, posed a picture that there was actually a stunt person playing Vader. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they, he has, he so, has, so, he has so far the only, the only Hayden that we've seen maybe is I could be wrong about this, but yeah. the only Vader I think we've seen mostly is when he was in the tank and that one mirage image, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, like was, Luke, yeah. like you know, again, you know, with, with Obi Wan, it's not it's interesting, but it's not surprising. You know, this 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 broken man is probably seeing imagery that you know he can't make. Yeah. You know, he's he's seeing his old student, you know, and and, yeah. and friend. So yeah. yeah, but all right, so I, Vader I, Vader yeah. takes on. And it's no contest, you know. And, and, and I heard one person even mention watching that, watching you know the way Vader moved in that, uh, made the comment is like, that is more Anakin, like the way he's moving is like that's, it's still Vader, but he's moving more like more like Hayden would, more like Anakin would. Like, well, keep in mind a too, faster, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know. Uh... In fact, in a way, you know, when you think about it, where are we now? We're still we're still about eight years away. So it isn't that long before a no. new hope. And it no. isn't, you know, but but it is uh yeah, you would imagine that there would be He's a, moving he's moving faster, but he's still it's still very much Vader. Like the way he's fighting is still very much you know it's not like he's doing flips and stuff like that. It's still very much a Darth, you know, classic Darth Vader. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think and that pulling him into that fire. Oh, that was just Oh my god, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> now, it's so funny because is there was an exact that was a funny, extremely fun moment where personally I was like, oh, you know, I was taken back by this. Oh my god. And then it's like, you know, in the back of my head I'm like, "Well, he's going to be, you know, I mean, you know, we didn't meet 
Alec Guinness all scarred. So, and but then again, you know, a back to tank would be all you you know you you need yeah. to help with some of that. But but you know, then again, Vader didn't really have a back. Well, no, Vader's problem was his you know his his skin. If he had been given exp- I think his skin would have been would have healed. You know, between the back to tank and and being exposed to natural light, his skin when he when you know Vader gets his mask taken off by Luke at the end of Jedi is is mostly it's only it's got a couple of scars but it's it's it, the skin is fine it's yeah. just white because he's constantly under the mask because he has to be under the mask because he can't breathe without the mask so that's why he's constantly either in a tank or covered so he never gets natural light so yeah. maybe that'll be maybe that'll be what happens to to uh to Ben although it looked like he was he was being dragged in by his on his side on his back it didn't look like he was getting like you know face planted into the yeah. burning yeah. embers or whatever they were. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, and it, it was, uh, it was, it was hard to watch, you know, it was hard to watch that, but you know, I, it, it moves the story along. That's for sure. And it, I think it has placed Obi-Wan or sorry, Ben at this point at the absolute bottom, especially if, if the, if Reva has now got Leia, that is going to put him in the absolute bottom. But you can only go one direction from there. So that's, that's right. where I'm hoping we'll see what happens. So um, uh, what would you give this um, a rating of um, out of 10? A solid nine. I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm i always re- hesitant to give anything 10. Um, right. I think they're always, like, even the best show, you can always kind of be like, you can always nitpick anything. And, I mean, I'm sure if I was to really sit down and think about it, I could find little bits and pieces there you can nitpick about. But I would definitely give this a 9.5. Yeah, I'd go the same. Yeah, very good. Really good. Yeah. Um, Um, Loving the, you know, a few musical callbacks to, you know, Force theme and a few other things. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. there was one that was one complaint. Someone was saying, "How come we don't hear the Imperial March?" I'm like, "Well, you know, they didn't have the Imperial March, but you know, before until Empire. So if, you, if you're sticking now, I I don't know, you know, if that's the reason why they didn't do it. I I I really don't know. I mean, you yeah. did kind of hear it when uh, you know when when Vader first came to be uh, in the end of Episode Three. You did hear a little bit of the Imperial March. There was always hints of it even with Anakin. So yeah, why that, talking, why, but that's not John, you know, and then by the way, yeah. John Williams is not writing the music for this show. People are like commenting on how, what great stuff John Williams wrote. No offense to, you know, I love John Williams. You know that his theme to Obi-Wan is, is wonderful. And they, and he wrote that and, and, but the, the, the music composer, I can't think of her name, but um, you know, she is writing her own themes and utilizing the Obi-Wan theme. Along with some other Williams themes yeah. from, you know, light motifs. Yeah, you hear you hear a little bit of the Imperial March too when you see when Riva uh, is on, you know, the the Inquisitor base. Little hints of it, just kind of um, there too. But yeah, the music has been great. Yeah, it's it's no, I've been enjoying it. It's good. I don't. I will say that for all of the t- uh, Disney Plus TV series um, music, I I've enjoyed the themes, the main themes, 
but um, I don't know if I'm going to be, uh, you know, have the rest of the, uh, you know, the, the thematic music playing on my phone, you know, or my Spotify or my Apple yeah. music. Um, not that it's not good. I just, I, you know, I, I've had a hard time with, you know, Kevin Kiner's Clone Wars and, and uh, Rebels music. Same thing. I mean, I enjoy, I hear clips of it and it's good, but I just, it doesn't, it doesn't capture for me the same thing that John Williams does. But I applaud the the work that they're doing on it and and on all of the, on all the TV series. Just um, you know, I will keep listening and see if some, there are certain things that resonate. Cause some people like talk all about like certain other themes, you know, like the Baby Yoda, the Grogu theme that that Ludwig wrote. Or I don't even think Ludwig wrote it. it Might have been um, the uh, there's another guy that writes like Ludwig wrote some things, and then other people come in. So who knows? But anyway, loved it. Looking yeah. forward to the next one. Um, I hear rumor that they're already writing a season two. That's the rumor. Uh, there is talk. I know that from what I've heard, um, Ewan is all up for a season two. He wants to do a season two. And that's the rumor is that they're working on um, writing for a season two and that they've even changed some of the ending a little bit to fit better in to have a season two. Um that you might see things that were supposed to be in this season that will be moved to fit into a season two. Um, and I mean, we have, you know, 10 years to work with, you know, this, you know, or eight years, I should say eight years to work with. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would like them to, as much as I absolutely adore the Leia, actress and the character of leia in this i'm hoping that if they do go into a season two that maybe they can focus on luke yeah yeah um, that's kind of even, even if it's from a distance even if it's like protecting luke from a distance i mean there are stories that have been told via radio drama and things like that that i think they could they could you know it's not considered canon that they could tell those stories in in a you know maybe slightly different timeline but um, who knows? We'll see. Uh, and again, there's plenty of Star Wars coming. So if they don't decide to do this, it's fine. But uh, but I know that Ewan wants to do it. I know that he's yeah. he's enjoying playing the character, and yeah. and um, I think he's. I think a lot of people have embraced being involved with the Star Wars brand again as actors because of the void and and the whole way that they make films now. They you know that the. The reality that you're walking around in a space and it looks like you're on this other planet or you look like you're and in the space it looks like that whereas it's not a green screen necessarily or a blue yeah. screen sometimes it is yeah. but i don't think it you know i think a lot of times they're doing this kind of real world backdrops that that's just amazing so we'll see what happens but uh yep looking forward to the next one so yeah. there we go all right well i think that will wrap up this episode we will be back next week as we look, as we do give our review for episode four of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, so hope you will all join us then. Um, will, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they can find you at? I am ordinarily hanging out on YouTube with Darth Tuba's Star Wars unboxing show. Uh, it's basically exactly what the title says. It's Star Wars. It's unboxing toys and collectibles. Um, it's funny, like as of late, uh, I am actually uh, in the process of thinning out the collection. Uh, so there's actually more stuff getting ready to go out than coming in. But that's just a, you know, every collector's lament. Eventually, we got to find space 
to um, you know to, we have to get rid of stuff to make make room for new things to come in. So uh, you can find those dropping on Sundays and Wednesdays, and you can also check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. Darth Tuba stars unboxing page on Facebook, and you can email me Darth Tuba seventy seven at gmail.com. Awesome, awesome. As for us, of course, you can find us on email. If you want to email us, you can get a hold of us at war of the stars one at gmail.com that is also our twitter handle we are currently at 900 and i believe last time i checked 964 followers we are wanting to get to a thousand followers uh before the year is up uh and i think we can do it we're only about 40 followers away Hmm. from that and yes, we have our newest follower, Idiots Array, just followed us. Hey, all right. Uh, that would that would give us a grand total now of 962 followers cool. on Twitter. So yes, keep it up. On also, uh, let's make this episode right now. If you want to, of course, you want to check us out. Um, and you're not able to check us out live. We are wherever fine podcasts are heard. Let's make this episode our biggest episode yet as far as number of views and number of listens uh right now our biggest episode is over a hundred listens um let's see if we can beat that i think no it's 200 let's see if we can beat that get over 200 listens for this episode right here i think we can do it um and for those of you who have been listening thank you so much uh also uh if you want to support the show you can go to patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. Go to our spreadshirt store, spreadshirt.com. Uh, just type in war of the stars. Probably the easiest way to do it. Do that. Find it. We are a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Uh, check out red5network.com for all more information on all the different shows. As always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This is just your Star Wars. Unless, of course, you're a hater. And... A jerk. A racist <laughs> hater, mostly. Yes, yes. Thank you. Um, this is our Star Wars. Until Absolutely. next time, may the Force be with you. To the Spires, everyone. <laughs>